Hi folks, Curtis Shelburne here, and welcome to the Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. A good place just to be and breathe and hang out for a while as we share some words about life in Christ. And that's all of it, I think. Life, that is. The good, the bad, the fun, the sad, the deepest joys, the toughest sorrows, all of it. I think we're going to have a good time, and I hope you enjoy this. I hope you tell your friends about it, and I hope you come back. You know, the fact is, we're gaining some listeners, and I'm really excited about that. I know it's not exactly going viral. I know you go viral with YouTube stuff and that kind of thing. I'm not sure you go viral with podcasts. I don't know, but I'll tell you this. We now have over 1,200 downloads of the podcast, and I really am grateful for that. Sure am thankful for all of you who are listening, and I really do appreciate your letting folks know about this. Thank you so very much. It's nice to see it growing. This episode, episode 28, is entitled, Talking Dog for Sale, $5. Well, sometimes you get a deal that's just almost too good to be true. That doesn't happen all that often, but you know, don't you, that when you see a deal that's too good to be true, it almost always is. Too good to be true, I mean. You gotta watch that. You get an email from Mrs. So-and-so so-and-so in, say, Nigeria, or maybe a whole lot closer to home. You can't really tell. A lot of these scams are becoming worldwide and truly international, but something's just not right about it. Among other things, the fact that you've come into a whole bunch of money, or this person says, if you just send me this much money, then I'll send you a whole lot more. Well, life normally doesn't work like that. I know the government these days is printing money like mad, but in real life, you usually don't get something for nothing. I'm pretty sure we're not getting something for nothing now. There will be a reckoning, but that's edging off into some political waters, and I'll try not to do that. But anyway, you know what I mean. You get a call from somebody, and maybe your grandson, I'm told that's a big one these days, is in trouble in a foreign land and he really needs you to come up with the bail money and you know otherwise he'll just be in jail forever there and maybe never come home all of this stuff you can imagine toothpicks under his fingernails and worse all this stuff you just need to send that bail money you know go ahead and and we can just set this up over the phone you've got to do this if you don't do this the kid will spend you know years decades in jail and so you better cough up the money Well, I hope you don't. You'll wish you hadn't. A lot of the scams these days are way more sophisticated than that, a lot less easy to see through, and a lot of good people get scammed. Sometimes it's not an out-and-out scam. Sometimes it's just something that's pitched to gullible folks. And we're all gullible in one way or another, at one time or another. And so your promise that you can get this amazing instrument I don't know what it'll do. It'll tie your shoes. It'll brush your teeth. It'll do all this stuff. And also, we'll send you the amazing what's it, what's it, what's it, absolutely free, except for a small handling and shipping charge, shipping and handling, you know. And you can have, oh, you can have four or five of these just for an additional shipping and handling charge. It's such a good deal. No, it's not. It's junk. It doesn't work. And yet, here we go. The ads are out there all the time. 
And a lot of people must be buying those amazing little things. I one time had a friend who wanted to buy my VW Beetle. Now, I've got to tell you, I think VW Beetles are cool. I like them. I think they're even more cool now that they're kind of going away. I had, when I was in high school, my very first car was a 1969 VW Beetle, a bug. It was an old bug. Most of the time, it worked very well. I enjoyed that thing. My little brother and I enjoyed that thing. We had a paper route or two in West Hills in Amarillo, Texas. And as we got older, now at first we walked it, of course, all of it. And then we started using bicycles and all of that. And then as we got closer to Social Security age as paper boys, we really had been doing it a long time. I got that bug and I would drive. This is, I'm afraid, distracted driving. I am presently taking online, I should admit, a defensive driving class because the state of Texas approached me and told me that I was doing such a fine job that they just wanted me to go ahead and sharpen up my skills a little bit. So I've been taking that class. I can tell you now with a little bit of authority that distracted driving, well, one of the definitions or one of the examples might be when one brother sits behind the wheel of a 69 blue VW bug and is wrapping newspapers and putting rubber bands on them and all that and handing them to his brother who is standing on the running board of the 1969 VW bug throwing the papers. Now it worked out pretty well for us. We had uh, a guest one time who decided he'd like to try it and I'm surprised his parents didn't just kill us because we returned him home somewhat, uh, oh, not quite in as good a shape as uh, he started out. He was not quite as good at hanging on. I don't know anybody that says that today would be a good idea to do that kind of thing. We just wouldn't do it. But that bug, I'm going somewhere with this, that bug was worth a lot to me. I love that thing. I can't imagine what someone would have had to offer me for that bug because I really liked it. It had its idiosyncrasies. I learned to drive with that thing. It was a stick shift, of course. All the Beatles were at that point. I learned how to run that clutch and drive that standard vehicle. It was a good thing to know. I learned a lot. I still liked it even when the starter went out, and immediately there we couldn't afford to buy a new starter. I doubt Jim would have gone in with me on that. It was mine when something was wrong with it. It really was mine, but we kind of shared it. But the starter went out, and so we had to park that thing on hills in Amarillo, and I would get behind the wheel, and he would push, and I would pop the clutch. And that's the way we started it for a while. Now, hills are hard to find in Amarillo. We're not just there uh, in Amarillo filled with hills. And so it could be a little bit of a task. But as much trouble in some ways as that bug was, I loved it. Now, what if somebody had come to me and said, that is one fine-looking beetle? I tell you what, I think... I would give you $10,000 for that bug if you would just part with it. Well, probably, if I could discover, as much as I love that bug, surely, if I could have discovered that the person was telling me the truth and was on the level, I think I could have managed to part with it. But nobody would do that. Nobody was crazy enough to do that. And I tell you, I hope my hackles would rise, whatever hackles are, and I would realize if someone told me that, that they're probably trying to scam me. You better get the cash. 
You better make sure that they're serious about this. Nobody would pay that for that particular little commodity. You just wouldn't do it. It would be crazy. And so we recognize crazy deals, don't we? And yeah, we get a little suspicious when somebody comes up and says, I'll give you this outlandish amount for this. And so just hold that thought. Well, it's time for a little ad here. And may I just segue into this by saying that I've been telling you about a new CD, a new music album that's come out. It would be wrong for me to say just CD. It is available in CD format. It certainly is. But it's also available in flash drive, USB flash drive, thumb drive format. As you know, if you're listening to these podcasts regularly, I've been working on this album for a long time. It's entitled Almost Home, and I really hope that that is a great descriptive title, Almost Home. I hope the songs on the album take you almost home. They're beautiful hymns and gospel songs that most of us grew up with, songs like Rock of Ages. A beautiful hymn like Abide With Me, good grief, what an arrangement. A sweet, sweet hymn like Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. My daughter-in-law Amy sings that with me. She's sung at least one duet with me on each of the four albums that I've done. And, oh, she just does an amazing job. It is worth the price of the album just to hear Amy sing, I promise you. My producer, Daryl Bledsoe, said I should put her picture on the cover and kind of hide mine just a little bit. That was his implication. I agree with him completely. I'll just tell you, again, the album is worth uh, the price just to get to hear Amy sing, and that's the truth. This album is available in CD format. Yes, it is. I've got a bunch of those. I've got way too many of those, probably, and I'd love to sell a whole bunch for a lot of reasons. But the quantity break on having those produced was such that it just didn't make any sense not to buy a whole bunch. And so I do have CDs. I also decided that it would be a good idea since a lot of the new cars, some of them don't even have CD players, which I take very personally and take some offense at. The new cars, a lot of them have USB flash drive ports. And so you can plug your USB flash drive, thumb drive, some people call them, right there into the car and play music from that. It's really a neat deal. It works quite well. And so I decided that this time I would go ahead and produce some USB flash drives as well. And so here's what the deal is. I've got a smaller one. And when I say smaller, I don't mean physically smaller. I mean the storage capacity. Both of these, by the way, will hold way more stuff than a CD possibly could. And so you're getting a lot of extra material. On the smaller one, it's got the Almost Home album, and you can play that on your car stereo. You can play it on your computer or whatever. You can download it onto your computer, your PC, and then move it to any of your other devices. Do whatever you want to do with it. It's got the cover and the liner notes, the pictures of those. I worked a long time on that, by the way, and I think it turned out pretty well. You also have on there some pictures of the making of the album, and some video, a little, a few little short videos about that. There also are a number of these podcasts on there. There are a couple of sample chapters from some audio books that I've done of my own work, of my own writing. And there are a number of blog posts slash columns that I write each week in the Focus on Faith column slash blog 
that are there as well. So good grief, there's a lot of stuff there and some other additional material. There's lots there. On the larger USB flash drive, I have included there all of the four albums that I've done, all the music that I've professionally recorded, including a single that goes very nicely with the For Sentimental Reasons album. It's entitled September in the Rain. That's another story. Good grief, that's a beautiful song. But all the songs are there, as well as all of the covers and liner notes and some notes about the making of each album. There are pictures for each album, a few videos along. There are more podcasts. There are more Focus on Faith blog slash column posts. There are, well, there's just a lot more stuff on the big one. But both of those USB flash drives have a good bit of stuff that I think you'll enjoy. Now, a lot of that, of course, you can look at on your computer. A lot of it you can play in the car. And so it's just there. And I really think it's going to be interesting to see how these sell. The album goes for 20 bucks. And that's a good deal, I would say, because I know it cost me more than that. And you ask, well, why are you selling it for less than what it costs? And that includes tax, by the way, where applicable. I'm selling it for that price because I want to get a bunch of them out there. And once I do get quite a few out there, I know from personal experience in the past that if I order again, I do a lot better on the price of these things and the actual income that comes in from these things. So Buy a lot of them, and maybe I'll start to get out of the hole a little bit. The USBs, the smaller one, I'm selling for $30. Well, that's a good deal, I think, when you consider that the album is on there with so much more stuff. The larger one I'm selling for $50, which is an exceptionally good deal, I think, when you consider that all four albums are on there, plus all of that extra stuff. So many, many good things that uh, are available there. So anyway, if you're interested in any of this, I think right now the easiest way probably to order is to go to my website, www.curtisshelburn.com, www.curtis, no space, S-H-E-L-B-U-R-N-E.com. Probably the easiest way right now, you can look at a lot of the information about these various products and many more at the website, but probably the easiest way to order this right now is simply to send me a note detailing what you want, give me your address, etc., in the contact form that's available if you click on the contact button up at the top of that page of my website. And I'll be very happy to send you any of the items that you're interested in. I'll send you an invoice. Your credit's good, I promise you. So anyway, check it out and see what you think. I hope you enjoy it. Now, unlike some of the scams that we've been talking about and some of the items that are certainly not worth what they're priced, I think this one is absolutely worth the price. I think it's worth a whole lot more. But you tell me when you listen to it. And now, let's focus on faith. I've long ago forgotten where I found the tale I'm about to relate but I like it. It reminds me of a story that Steve Brown once told about a dog playing checkers. That was a great story. It reminds me just a little bit about a story that Mark Twain once told about selling a dog that wasn't his. That's a particularly great story. Personally, I very much doubt that this story that I'm about to tell you is factual. It does, however, hold a lesson or two that are true indeed. 
As the story goes, a fellow was walking down the street one day when he saw a hand-lettered sign in a yard. Talking dog, five dollars. Quite curious, the man walked up to the front door of the house and knocked. When an ordinary-looking fellow answered, the guy standing on the porch said, Pardon me, sir, but I saw your sign. Are you kidding? You've got a talking dog? A dog you want to sell for five dollars? Yes, the answer came back. I do have a talking dog that I'd sell cheap. In fact, he's out in the doghouse now. If you'd like, feel free to go on back and have a chat with him. So the fellow went out to the backyard, found the canine sitting calmly in the doghouse, and rather sheepishly bent down and asked, So, so you're a talking dog? That's right, came back the answer. Yep, started talking when I was just a pup. Been talking ever since. Wow, that's something, said the amazed man. You must have had quite a life. Oh, yes, replied the dog in excellent, even cultured English. Yes, indeed. You see, when people discovered that I could talk, they made over me a great deal. In fact, at one point, years ago now, I spent several years as a CIA field operative. You can imagine what a great tool a talking dog would be in the spy game. Why, a talking dog who knows when to keep his mouth shut is better than the best electronic bug money could buy. Hard hours, though, and a tough element to work with. I was once on assignment for such a long time that I ended up losing my wife. She muzzled up to a basset hound and ran off with him while I was gone. After closing what had been a very interesting conversation and thanking the dog for his time, the man walked back to the porch and spoke again to the amazing beast's owner. I still can hardly believe my ears. You're right. He talks. That's mystery enough. But why in the world would you be willing to part with a talking dog for just five dollars? Are you crazy? You'd really sell that dog for five bucks? Yeah, he talks, the owner answered. But I'd sell him. Why, you can't believe half of what that dog says. Sometimes we expect too much. Sometimes, critical to a very serious fault, we focus too much on the flaws of those around us and fail to be properly grateful for the blessings they bring. God's children already have the Father's love, fully, completely. Through His Son, we receive pardon. We are completely accepted, just as we are. Through His Spirit, we receive power and healing. It is our Father's joy to help us become the best and truest selves He has created us to be, and, yes, to become better than we are. But He could not possibly love us more than He already does, and He will never choose to love us less. Having received His grace, we become ever more gracious to those around us. How sad, how dangerous, if we forget how much grace we've received. Then our spirits shrivel, we live in fear, and we morph into tyrants so hard to please that nothing and no one can meet our standards. Then what we breed in our families, co-workers, and associates, I don't say friends because we won't have any real friends, is not hope, 
but despair. When you hear a dog speaking the king's English, you don't waste time criticizing his grammar or running a background check to make sure he has his facts straight. You just thank God for such a wonder. Come to think of it, the humans God has put around us don't have to be even nearly that wonderful to bless us. If we've received grace ourselves, we might seriously consider passing some of it along. I surely would like to talk to that dog. Well, again, thank you for joining us on this Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. I'm so glad you chose to join us, and I hope you'll come back and spend some time with us again. If you like it, why don't you tell some friends about it? Sure would appreciate it. Have a great day.